Hey Rob. Liam. Last week yes. and the week before, yes. we spun the wheel, yes. we made the deal, yes. and we ranked things off the top of our scone. Did you enjoy that? I did. I kind of enjoyed it too. Should we do it again? I think we should do it again. Welcome back to another episode of That's Rank Podcast. Are you ready to rank? I am ready to rank, Rob. Are you ready to rank? Are you ready to rank? For the thousands in attendance. Oh, goodness. And the millions listening around the world. Yep. Let's get oh, ready oh. to rank. Okay, good. good. I don't, really, I don't really have the money to be sued by Bruce Buffer right now. Oh, did they sue you for that? Okay, so I think it's Michael Buffer has that Let's Get Ready to Rumble, and Bruce Buffer has it, and then... What you do when you're looking you at the time? Really? Yeah, yeah. So much like much like Donald Trump has, you know, you know, you're fired. Oh shit! I mean, much like Donald Trump has, you're on fire. Um, those other two have copyrights over those two phrases. Wow, as well. yeah. really? And it's interesting because, like today, uh, obviously we're, we're recording this on um, Valentine's Day or Super Bowl Sunday, mm. whichever is more important to you. Um, but The Rock did the intro right before kickoff. And he said, it's time about 17 times. And I thought Bruce Buffer is having an absolute field day right now. So you can't say it's time or you can't say like, what's what's actually copyrighted? The it's time. Because the way he says so it, it's time. it's time. Like that. Yeah. But it's time. Yeah. Oh, money. <laughs> it just seems like, how can you copyright the phrase it's time? I've got a feeling it's got to do with the, the cadence as well. The like cadence. The actual, the way you do it. Like if how you, can you copyright cadence? Imagine that written in a document. Yeah. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, well, it's either Bruce or Michael because they're brothers. Buffer. Yeah, the Buffer brothers. Oh, they're both, they're brothers. Yeah, the, the Buffer bu- brothers. The, the Buffers, yeah. If they're not brothers, if the Buffer, bro- <laughs> Buffer brothers aren't brothers. <laughs> they've both made careers as announcers. Yeah, and just have, the, their, have, have their like one catchphrase that's just like, Synonymous with like fights yeah. or yeah 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 that'd be pretty amazing. Like what the Buffer brothers? Like what did you what did you what did your uh, your family do? What did your parents do? Like litigation lawyers? <laughs> <laughs> they define copyright laws in America. Yeah, yeah I'm not surprised. Yeah, if <laughs> they're, they're freaking licensing cadence for God's sakes, it's just like a line on the page. So it's it's time. Then above above it, it's like it's like a line that starts at the bottom, and then as it gets to the end of its, and the, its is spelt with about fourteen eyes, mm. and as it gets to the the twelfth or thirteenth mm. eye, it just goes right up the they top. Start to increase the font size, and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would actually make more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on a legal document, and time is just like in you know aerial size, one hundred and fifty four. <laughs> goes off the page. Well, is that, I think it was um was it Kim Kardashian tried to copyright the word kimono, right? What? Yeah, because like she had a brand called kimono, kimono. and obviously I can't I can't think of a country or a, a culture that would have a problem with that. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's fine. She ended up not doing it. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But yeah, there was a whole like she was like trying to copyright the name of this um oh of, of a God. traditional garb of of Japan. Oh my god! Are we surprised though? I'm not surprised, but I'm also equally equally appalled. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I swear, I don't know what it is. Is it one of those? Is, is it that time lame? What's that? It's time. Oh, Jesus Christ, man! Listen, I'm hoping that what's going to happen <laughs> is like if this podcast does take off in the future at some point, no one goes back and listens yeah, to these episodes. Yeah, someone just goes back and just scours because you know these guys have got millions of dollars and lawyers who are just looking through back catalogs of every single TV show, every single yeah. podcast, going, "All right, who are we going to take out?" Really? Oh, probably. We've got nothing better to do, right? I mean, I'm sure they do. But they do. I mean, they would have a lot of spare time on their hands because yeah. it does. I don't think it takes a lot of effort to do their job. Imagine that job, though. Your job is to scour through every single piece of media since you know the day that it was this thing was you know copyrighted, and finding any instance of these words being said in cadence. Wow! And take money. I'm not saying that's a thing. I'm just saying it might be. I'd I'd, I'd get good money for that. What would you uh, copyright? What, what slogan would you copyright? Ooh, that's a that's a 
Should that be a rank one day? What three? We've already done three slogans. We've already done slogans. We have done slogans. We have done slogans. But what would I copyright though? What would I copyright? I'm trying to think if I have like a a little thing that I say because naturally a lot of the things we say do come from the zeitgeist and come from. That's true. And vice versa, the zeitgeist gets things from what we say, Liam. I mean, that is true. mm. Not me personally. Us exactly. This podcast is where it all begins. Shit. Um, Then what did you say? Um, um, Hate. It's part of the fun. That was from our from our from our rivalries episode. We can copyright that one. <laughs> did I say that? Yeah, you did. Hey, it's part of the fun. That's right. Oh my god, that's a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, we said that in the episode hey, as we, well. We have to. That, that, that honestly, we're going to start uh, merchandising. Yeah. Hey, it's part of the fun. Yeah, but we have to put it in that sports font so everyone knows that it's a sports it's show. A joke. Yeah, it's, it's a, a joke. Yes, that it's in jest. Yeah, yeah. We'll put a little uh, I kind forward of, slash s on the end of it. That's very important. Mm. <laughs> I, I really don't want to go to like um, like see our shirt. At like Proud Boy rallies no. in America or or something like that. That, would, that wouldn't yeah. be great marketing. No, that one might backfire because they come they backfire. come and listen to our episodes and they're like, yeah, yep. fuck are these yep. guys? If the Proud Boys are listening to our episodes, Liam, I feel like I'd be doing something wrong. Okay, I'd be well. I mean, I'm, I'm I, you know uh, not a believer in the any publicity is good publicity slogan. Uh, probably not. No, no, you no. would no. I can, I can. No, I don't think so. You're definitely not that kind of person. No, no. No. Any publicity is good publicity. No, not, not a believer in it. What I mean, I believe it. It's probably effective. Sure. But I don't, I don't want to adopt <laughs> the strategy myself is, is what I'm saying. I've got something to tell you. So what I've been doing recently <laughs> is just getting on a whole bunch of like parlor and like all those like oh, yeah, right, yeah, right yeah, wing. Yeah. Are you trying of, to build our parlor audience, eh? Yeah, I'm just trying to build an audience. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a bit of a whore. I'll do whatever. I'll just do anything. I'll just go, I'll pimp myself out to all the different pieces. Yeah. Have I just un-PC'd twice then? What'd you say? Pimps and whores. I don't think that's that bad. Okay, good, 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 good. Because I'm talking about myself, yeah. So it's fine. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like that's something we can aim for. We want to take this podcast to a point where Neil Young uh, pulls himself on mm. Spotify in order to. Could you imagine the heights? The heights we would have reached, <laughs> <laughs> and the depths. One could say that. Well, that is very the true. Heights and the depths. Yeah. Now, as usual, well, I say as usual, mm. we're doing it again. We're doing the wheel. I think we've kind of adopted the idea of the wheel for a. I think, I think it's here to stay. I think it's here to stay. Yeah, we're like the we're like uh, we're evolving like humanity. Yes. Once we discovered the wheel, that's right. There was no turning back. No turning back until they made the reverse gear, and yeah. then there was some sort of turning back. <laughs> but until then, there was a lot of just forward <laughs> forward momentum. Forward momentum. Yeah, that's right. Right now we're at the early stages. We've got the we've finally got the wheel, and we're pushing <laughs> things down hills, and we're seeing how fast we can go. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I and I think you know our our little uh, our our list of things to rank is getting is getting a little bit a little bit bigger, which is nice. How many getting... things do you think are on the list? This is a rough oh. a rough guide, and these are all things that we're coming up with. People are writing in. Are people writing in and adding to these to that wheel. Yeah. Writing in, telling us all sorts, like personally, in person, mm. personally, in person. Mm. It's the best way to get personal uh, information. Mm. Uh, but they are. They're I personally like things to be impersonal in person. Oh, really? Mm. What does that entail? Speaking formally. Okay. Uh, speaking uh, about people like objects. Oh, fair enough. Um, <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> speaking without pleasantries. <laughs> so there's not even a greeting. It's just a water. <laughs> <laughs> and then I stare. Oh, yeah. You got a pretty good stare too. I'd be intimidated by that. See, don't do that. I'll get you. I'll get you a water right now. You've already got some, but I'll get you some more, sir. Um, no, we had about fifteen or sixteen ideas, and they've been given us through our socials, uh, through um, that's rank pod at Insta, that's rank pod at Twitter, that's rank pod at gmail dot com, and at Facebook. And Facebook? Facebook, yes, we we do have. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've also you, you'll find on our um, our Facebook page, you'll find on our Instagram a link tree. As well, I've set up a link tree. Have you really? I did. I set, up, set up a link tree. I set up a cheeky little link tree, which will have uh, links to our Spotify, our Apple Podcast links, wow. all of our socials, and also wow. some links to some of the things we talk about and we like on the show. Like good work, Liam. Thank you. Thank Very you. Impressed. So there's a link there to um, to uh, Toby, our first guest ranker. Yes. His um, his home um, home moving solutions. Um, uh, website, yeah. So he's got his own little business where he helps people move home. So definitely look him up if you're looking to Fantastic. move. Fantastic shift shift locations. Mm. Um, we've got you know, your mate Rob McCrill. Mm-hmm. His um his his uh, podcast his diorama diorama. I've got a link to that on there as well. Good work. And and Bearface stories because we love Bearface stories. We love Bearface stories. Anyone in Perth in the Perth area, definitely check out Bearface stories. Two shows coming up in February actually. Twenty mm. third and twenty fourth. Yeah, hopefully one of these episodes goes out before then. Yeah, like two days before, that should be fine. Mm. Everyone will know about it by then. 
23rd, 24th, Fremantle Arts Centre and Recabats. That's right. And then every Thursday, last Thursday of every month from right. there on. So definitely check those out. Check out the link tree. It's all there for everyone to or to give us ideas. That's the main thing. That's what we need. Yes. We, we've got 15 to 16. We've had a few extra entries coming in this week. We've got um, zoo animals, mm. our favourite zoo animals, top mm. three zoo animals. Mm. What else we got? We got um, trying to read this wheel upside down now. Uh, 90s video games. That's been uh, that's been chucked on there. You know what we should put on there one day? What's that? Wheels. Our top. Three. Jesus Christ! <laughs> top that would three be wheels. That would be the biggest challenge of all time. Trying to rank like trying to rank the wheels. Sausages is going to be hard. Sausages will be hard. Yeah. I think wheel wheels. wheels. Oh, maybe not. No, because you got uh, wagon, wagon wheels. wheels. You got che- cheese wheels. Yeah. You've got um, what were the little cars? The little uh, wacky wheels. Wacky wheels. I don't know. The, um, oh, oh my what, God. what are they hot called? wheels. Hot wheels. Yeah, hot wheels. Leading the way. You've got the wheel of fortune. Wheel of fortune. Yeah, there's wheels. There's wheels we could rank. There's our own wheel. Yeah, we've just done it though, so I'm not too sure what else. <laughs> what else is to gain from this exercise? <laughs> Good point. We've ruined it. No, we've we haven't ruined it. it. When we get to what we'll do is we'll save wheels for a hundredth episode. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. And the, no, a hundredth episode should be ranking ranks. Our top, our three, top three our, ranks. Our top three ranks. Yeah, that's a good idea. Goodness me. Like I'm hoping that by a hundredth episode, there is like a hundred things on this wheel to rank mm-hmm. so that when it's like when I'm watching it go around, I can't actually tell what it's going to land on. Okay, I'm just going to spin it. Spin it. I've wasted everyone. I've wasted a minute <laughs> of everyone's time. Here we go. Tonight, wheel is a spinning. Okay, so here's what it's landed on. This might be—I don't even think you need to write these down, mate. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I want—I want, I want to challenge you this episode to not write it down. I'm not, you, you're not allowed to write anything down. Okay. Tonight, I, and I don't know who the hell sent us this one. <laughs> we, <laughs> everyone, enjoyed the the the, the top three ways to have chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Top three ways to have chicken. That's literally that's literally what it says. Oh, top three ways to have chicken. Oh, who sent who sent this in? Own up, own up. Who was it? Crikey Moses! Okay, wow. The top three ways to have chicken. I can see it now. I can see when this episode goes out mm. onto Spotify and mm. everything like that. People mm. are going to look at the title mm. so that says ways to have chicken. And they're going to either be so confused they're not going to click it, <laughs> or so curious as to what yeah, the have fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Top three ways to have chicken. I like it. I like it. Well, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah. What's your thought process here, Liam? What, what, what happens when you get a sprung a rank on you live and you have to kind of start thinking? Do you immediately start to like think in your head intently the, the list, or do you? Uh, I, I think I think in turn, like straight away, mm. I have an idea in my head mm. about what. I what what chicken I like. Mm. Yeah, we, yeah, we all yeah. kind of have an idea what yeah, chicken we like. Yeah, I know what chicken I don't like, so that narrows it down. Yep. But I tend to be like this. He's my been. He's been. He has been my philosophy. Yep. For these ranks since we've started doing the wheel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not thinking about it. Just no. just, just kind of coming no. up with something on the on the, on the, on the spot. Right. Yeah, I've got it. I've got my three. You got your three. I got my three in my head. I've just done it. See, and I'm surprised by it because when you first, I, I feel like I'd have a lot of honorable mentions in this one. When I first came up, and the three that I've ended up with are fairly specific. Yep. Um, and I, I think I start quite general. Yep. You know, so top of your ways to have chicken, I think, like, just really basic. Yep. And then I start to link it to personal experience. It filters down. get specific, and then you kind of go, oh. You, but it's hard to rank. It's not hard to think of ways to have chicken yep. live. It's hard to rank them live. Because you also, I'm worried about the ones I'm missing out on. Oh, I feel like a bit unjust. <laughs> A bit unjust to that one. What are we doing? Ways to have chicken. Okay, but, but you know what? What's that? I, you, I love your confidence. So I would love you to go first because I need a, a bit more time to kind of... Okay. To get get a, a resemblance of anything into my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, sir. You're number three way to... The third I, my, 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 top, my top three, my number three. Three number way, three. way to have okay, chicken. my way to have chicken. Look, there's a lot of ways I like to have chicken. Sure. And I feel like the honourable mention this is going to be... I'm, 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 I'm queuing the honourable mention thing now. I'm pushing for it now because I okay. think it will be important as a little bit of a safety net for me. Okay. So I don't miss any ways to have chicken. Fair enough. Uh, because it's important. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we've actually done a more important rank. No, <laughs> I don't think so. In terms of society and, yeah, you know, and, and yeah. politics and yeah, life yeah. in general. Yeah. This might be yep. the, the pit of resistance of this all is, of the ranks we've done. And you know what? I don't think it's ever been done before. No. I'm sure. going to put that up there. 
ways to have chicken. Yeah, people have ranked their top three ways to have chicken. I'm not sure if that's happened before. Well, this could be new. If we, we are the first. And even if we're not, confidence is king. Have, oh. you, th- have you thought of some more? I've just thought of another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not my honourable mentions. Okay. Um, so are you kicking off with some honourables? No. You're no, saving, no. I'm save, saving them all for... Saving yeah. the rank bank. Okay. I'm going to put them in their, my own little personal rank bank and mm-hmm. uh, save them for later. Crumbed. Mm-hmm. Fried. Mm-hmm. Pan fried. Mm-hmm. With a nice Neapolitan, <laughs> Neapolitana sauce. A uh-huh. couple of blends of cheese. Uh-huh. The chicken parma. The parmy at number three. So did you say palmy or palmer? It's palmy. It's palmy? Yeah. You know, I don't know which one it is. Like I say, sometimes I feel like I say palmy, sometimes I feel like I say palmer. Dep- and then I'm, then I'm like, Wait, what, which one is it? I know, it's, it's both. I think it depends how cultured you're feeling on the day, how Italian you're going to get with it. What's the, what's the tradition? Because it is like, but isn't it uh, something like something Apollo or something? Like chicken parmigiana has an, Italian, has an Italian word for it, but it's not parmigiana. Well, parmigiana is an Italian word. Parmigiana is an Italian word. Yeah. Or polo is polo or is po- chicken. Is so chicken. It's polo or pa- parmigiana maybe is the is the proper way of saying it. Yes. There we go. Done. C. 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 Un polo el parmigiana, please. <laughs> so I obviously I've always I like a, like a good old chicken parmi. Yep. We grew up a lot with the old parmi sure. in, in the Pollard household, and Mum would use the Heinz big red tomato soup. As the sauce. That is very Australian. And let me tell it's very Australian. And yeah. let me tell you, quite delicious. Is that right? Also, very easy. So it was the, the, the tomato sauce, the Heinz tomato sauce, not sauce, it's not sauce, because you're saying the, um, mm. the soup you said, mm. in lieu of the bolognese sauce. Yeah. yeah wow. or, the, or the parmigiana sauce. Parmigiana. What the, I, mean, I thought it was the Napolitana, like it's just a pure yeah, red, red Napoli sauce. red sauce, yeah. right? That's yeah. it. Nap sauce, yeah. And you know, now I'm thinking about this. Like, our, actually, mum would mainly do veal parmigiana. We would have a lot of veal parmigiana. Yep. But, like, then, you know, the veal parmigiana has really died out. The chicken has become the dominant parm- parmesaned uh, meat, hasn't it? Well, I think so. I think, I think the, it has become the most parmesaned. It's the most um, parmesaned. Yeah. I think veal's been uh, cancelled. Oh, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. I, I still enjoy a good veal parmesan. That's the Croatian in me. Like, yeah. we, still, we still do the, um, the bohano yeah. meso, the bohano yeah. kokos, which is the, the chicken. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Big, big part of our. And what is it? Is it Parmesan? Well, it's, well, that's just the, the basically the schnitzel version. But yeah. so, but because Croatia and, and Italy border, do they? Uh, more, more or less, next door to each other, at least. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Might, they might share a small border on the coastline. I think they border up at the top. I probably should know this. You should. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're neighbors. They're neighbors. They're, they're, they're close. So, so I'm not surprised actually that there's a bit of an Italian influence. Well, I think but, I think that stuff spreads all across like Europe yeah, yeah, and yeah, all of different yeah, like versions yeah, of it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right, exactly. But the, the parmi is a, such a staple, right? Like a, the staple pub meal. Like every pub and every pub does the say, old chicken parmi. Yeah, and, and a, a chicken parmi, like a good chicken parmi, or the 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 the, the, the I was going to say the goodness of the chicken parmi, but that's not very good English mm, or very mm, descriptive. Mm. The deliciousness of the chicken parmi. In a pub, for me, mm. denotes how good that pub is. Absolutely, they could have it's the like best beer menu. They could have the best like boutique beers on mm. the market. Mm. If their palmy mm. is shit, I'm not going back. Yeah, that's right. Now this back. is the this is the thing about the palmy though. Yeah. So, because me and I'm shouting out Billy Damage, a mate of mine, Billy Damage, uh, current state air guitar champion of Western Australia, all round legend, yep. fellow Dockers, uh, passionate Dockers supporter. Like good yourself, man, like. I love him. I love him. Me and Billy. Uh, we're in Melbourne for an air guitar championship, mm-hmm. um, and we started to sing um, like Master Metallica, Master of Puppets. Master, but instead of Master, Palmer, Palmer, Palmer is breaking my heart, breaking my soul, breaking my dada. Palmer, it's changed one word. <laughs> and, and then, so then we had a little Palmer thing, right? Uh-huh. And then we started catching up for Palmer. Okay. And now every time we see a – we wanted to actually do a palmy, palmy tour, a palmy tour. That's right. And we yeah, – I've never, never done that. A so palmy tour. A palmy tour. So going Dad, around Perth and trying to find the best palmy. Dad's palmy. Yeah, yeah. And we started – we did it once. We literally caught up once. But now it's our thing, right, because we've always intended to do it again. Mm-hmm. And now we text each other when we come across a good palmy. So Billy Damage has found, I think, the best palmy in Western Australia. Wow. Well, he, he says it's the best palmy in Western Australia. 
And the funny thing is, it's literally like 750 kilometres out of Perth somewhere, in the middle of nowhere. Like, he was out there for work, and he walked in, and he had this palmy. He sent a photo of it, and it was just amazing. And what was good about this palmy? Like, generous helping of cheese, really thick little, uh, like, good consistency of sauce. So the sauce has to kind of hold its form on top of the palmy, right? Sure. And then you've got to have – I think that's always bothered me about the palmy is – the, the, the futile green salad. <laughs> like when you go to pubs and they just put like, they're like, oh, we've got this, we've, you know, we've put all this attention and effort and passion into this part, one part of the meal. Yeah. Oh, this is for a bunch of green shit on there that no one fucking likes. Are you, are you serious? I fucking, I love the green shit. Do you know, I, I'll tell you why. Because it makes me feel healthy. For that one fleeting and second. And I think it's lying to you. And that's why I feel like it's a fraud. But sometimes I just want to lie to myself. But I also feel it's... Like, okay, so in this... So Billy Damage version, he had, I think he had a little bit of green stuff. But yeah. it was actually... They had like a little bit of potato salad on there as well. Okay, okay. You know, and then he had the palmy. And it just looked like a really good kind of meal. And the thing about the green stuff, I know what you're saying, right? Because I know what you're saying. I don't have a thing against green stuff. I also like green stuff. Sure. Salads are important. Okay. But if you're going to put something on a plate, like make make it actually have a, a purpose of taste and flavour and substance, not just a bit of dry, undressed <laughs> spinach or rocket. Because so many times you go, they got they got so uninventive. Un- 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 they yeah. just like chuck a bit of green stuff on there, and I'm yeah. like, put some passion into your green stuff. Then I'd buy it. Otherwise, you're just going to chuck it on there. I'm going to sweep it off the plate. <laughs> Because I'm not going to get of like a tiny little half a cup of rocket. It's not like it's going to unclog my arteries. It's, I don't know what the health benefit's going to be from this half cup of rocket's going to be, other than taking up space on the plate, being annoying. If you're doing it outside at brunch, it's, it starts yeah. to blow around and fly off. And yeah. you're like, oh, get out of the way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, and it just has no purpose. Man, I, do you know what I wish like anything else right now? That we were filming you <laughs> and how passionate you were with your hand movements, your hand gestures. It's just, it's just, it feels like such a futile thing. Like it's just such a pointless thing. It's fraud. Okay. It's what's wrong with the world. Is okay. the bit of, is it's what's wrong with Australia? Is yeah. they put a little bit of rocket on there, and I probably add five dollars to the cost of the plate. Oh yeah. You know, like just get your fanciness off there. <laughs> just focus on the palm. You know what you're here for. You're not here for the, the focus the, on the palmy. That's it. Well, chips as well. You have to chips would go with the palmy though, right? You have to have chips with the palmy. Well, Liam, now you're going. Now you're looking at traditionalist versus, uh, you know, more modern day postmodern palmy. The postmodern palmy is on with the chips, but don't, the traditional palmy is on, on pasta. Don't tell me there's a pomo palmy. Is it what palmy? A, a pomo palmy. What's a pomo? Postmodern. Postmodern. <laughs> a pomo palmy. There is definitely a pomo palmy. Pasta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like Italian palmy. So you're not getting this at a pub, though, right? You're not getting. But this, but this is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, they're all palmies, Liam. Okay, okay. So like, I, a pub palmy is the thing we're talking about, really, right? And that has to have chips. The pub palmy has yeah. to have chips. But I'm saying the chips weren't a traditional part of the palmy from Italy. In Italy, they weren't. You know, they weren't doing the pom frites and the palmy together. Yeah, because it was French. The pom frites. <laughs> they weren't invited to the Italian palmy plate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no fritz in the El Polo Parmigiano. There's, there's no. no pits in the El Polo. There's no fritz. In, no, exactly right. So <laughs> then you got the then you got the age old question: chips on the side, or do you put the parmi on top? And do you soak the and, and do the chips go soggy underneath, but with the flavour of the parmi? See, I, I, I'm for that. I think yeah. I think the, the sogginess of the of the, um, of the parmi yeah. dripping down to the chips. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. However, yeah. I'm one of those people who likes to eat the chips before. I tuck into the main the main bit. Yeah. That, that that can go for burgers, that can go for palmies. I'm the same. So I'm the it, same. But if it's on top, yeah. you know, some people make a huge song and dance about it. Yeah. I just fucking move it. Yeah. And just get the chips out from underneath. And that's why and you know where you would move it? To the space of the plate currently occupied by useless green <laughs> shit. Or you eat the green stuff first. Or or that useless green shit is actually just there to be a lovely bed. A bed for the for palmy. Your palmy. <laughs> While you remove the chips from underneath its warm embrace, and then it will probably wilt a little bit, and then yeah. I'd probably it might actually taste a little bit. So if it's you, a little bit wilted, and it, all that, all those oils, all pre, those oils pre, pre-discussed. That's what you know. That's what, green, that's what makes green stuff tasty. Maybe, oils. Have you ever thought about the prejudice that you're showing towards these greens, and that you've just misunderstood them the entire time? No, 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 no. Don't. I'm, I'm question. I'm because um, you've just you've, you've just mentioned how you could potentially. This is my point, Lamb. Oh, this is my point. Okay. If you've if you've Put some attention, mm-hmm. and if the if the green stuff has a purpose, mm-hmm. 
to bring the plate together. Yep. Because you know, when you put a plate together in a restaurant, the flavors have to work. Sure. The flavors, the textures, the items in a plate have to work, right? That's how, that's how, that's how professionals, would, you'd think, would conceptualize a meal. Yep. But not at the bloody pub. <laughs> no. Whatever it is. That's professionals. They'll put a bloody useless bit of green stuff in the corner. And I've got no – I'm not opposed to the green stuff, but it has to fit with the plate – it has to maybe have a little bit of flavour to it. Like yeah. Do something with it sure. and make it work. work yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, you're literally just putting it on there as a garnish. Sure. And it's not a very good garnish because it's annoying. It gets in the way. So would you prefer no garnish or a different garnish? Or a, better, or a, be, a, a more defined I'd, I'd have, garnish? I'd have, you, either, you either put you pay, you, you put some effort into the green yep. or get it off the plate. Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. I must admit, I'm, and I'm not entirely sure – that I've ever seen you so passionate about anything on this on this podcast before. You know what? <laughs> Which I love, by the way. It's fantastic. Oh, it's, a, it's a lifelong bugbear for me. The, the, the pointless green stuff. No I, when you go kidding. into the brunch and you've got like the, the sourdough and the yeah. scrambled eggs and the bacon and yeah. a little bit of fucking green stuff. <laughs> it's pointless. It's pointless. Anyway. Yeah, I've also forgot the ham, which is a vital part of the palmy. Well, yes, the palmy the palmy needs the ham. Or the the palmy, palmy needs the ham. Yeah. So, like for me, ham off the bone is always the best ham. We we, we do know that from uh yeah from previous pods. You're ham 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 off the bone kind of guy. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best, best ham. Uh, it's the best ham. It's the best ham. And then you know you can't go past it. And what I love about the chicken palmy is its versatility and its reliability. Like even a bad palmy. It's still all right. Yeah. You know, because it can only go, apart from the green stuff, it can only go wrong in so many ways. Yeah. And frankly, when you go to a lot of pubs, you know, it's, it's always a bit hit and miss, isn't it? Sure. So, but if you get the palmy, at least you know that you're going to have a little bit of sentimentality, mm. a little bit of old fashioned palmy flavors. Yeah. And you just, you know, you can just relish a little bit in the, uh, in, in, in the palmy. The palmy. And it's, 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 it's an Australian tradition. It's become, uh, we've taken it from traditional polo parmigiana. And we've made it a bit of our own. The counter meal palmy. The counter meal palmy, number three. Number three. I have I, I have an issue now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because anything that I say is going to just pale in comparison to the uh, to the passion <laughs> that you showed for the palmy just now. In fact, it's so much so that I'm feeling like this is going to go down and I'm, I'm going to make it happen this way. Right. I'm going to go down the, the colours episode kind of vibe. Oh, yeah, good. I'm going to give you the basics. Yeah. Just so you can fire the fuck up. <laughs> hey, but just remember, I fired up over the useless green stuff. <laughs> yeah. Not, nothing to do with the palmy. I know, but it's like, the green st- stuff. That's true. Okay. So don't, don't, come on, Liam. <laughs> come on, Liam. Just come, rise up here. Rise up. Give it your best. Get 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 fired up. I'm fired. I want up. to see a defend. I want to have like a, like a, a political debate. Oh jeez. The palmy versus the mum's um, chicken and almond sandwich. Oh, oh. I mean, oh. I'm not too sure if that's that's a chicken and almond sandwich. It's like a chicken. It's, it's not you the regular chicken sandwich that you have, right? Yep. It's like usually like your pulled chicken, bit of mayo, bit of mayo. Mum does. Mum does one yeah. that has like that has almonds in it, as well as the celery, as well as the mayonnaise, as well yeah. as the chicken. Yeah. On like wholemeal bread, crust off because you know why not? Yeah. And it's a staple for all. Like anytime we have family over, or she goes to like a a luncheon, or she mm. has to take something, mm. these mm. things always pop up. Now, I would always have them. Mum mm. uh, would make them, and as she was making them, I would take mm. them, mm. Uh, much to her chagrin, mm. because she's trying to you know. Make a plate of these things, and I'm my fat ass is there just taking every single one that she puts down because oh, they're man. so fucking delicious. Like they're next level, like mm. to the point where I, I recently, you know, full disclosure, went back and listened to the sandwich episode the other day because oh, what, yeah, yeah, one of my friends over in Sydney came to me and said, "So what's this podcast all about?" I'm like, yeah. "Well, you know, we're just a couple of guys talk about yeah. stuff. Go back and listen to the sandwich episode. Yeah, it'll give you a pretty good idea." Yeah, and so. She mentioned a few sandwiches. That she goes, if this sandwich is on the list and this sandwich isn't on the list, I'm not interested. Yeah. And so I went, I went back and listened to it. I was like, oh, shit. They were. But I also was very upset that I didn't include this in my, in my list. Yeah. And that's going to happen. We're going to rank things all the time. And as soon as we hit, you know, we end the episode, we're going to be like, ah, that, that thing. Particularly now that we're live ranking. I know. <laughs> I know. We're in trouble. We are in trouble, but the um, but this chicken sandwich is just it's just next level, and it's not something mm. that I it's it's unfortunately not something that you can um, mm. contribute to or mm. or really add anything to because yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you what though. Oh yeah, 
I've never had a chicken and almond sandwich. Okay. Ever? Yep. But when you said mum's chicken and, <laughs> and, and almond sandwich, I knew, I, I in my head I could picture it. Yeah, yeah. In my head I was like, because yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the regular chicken and mayo that you normally have, right? You mm. go to the, you go to the shops. Yeah, one of the sandwiches we used to have in Japan. It's like that classic that you get. Yeah, yeah. However, a chicken mayo a chicken mayo sandwich is a go, is a go to classic. Go to classic. Thank you. Brilliant. Bit of, a bit a bit of crunch with the almonds. Oh, that's what I like about the almonds yeah, in there. Bit of crunch, bit of crunch the bit of texture. The texture. Pretty sure there's a bit of like shallot in there as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, have some shallot. And a, bit of, a bit of dill can work in the old chicken mayo. Listen, someone has. Given us herbs as a thing to to rank in the future, oh. it is on the wheel. It's on the wheel. We can't go into dill too heavily, <laughs> otherwise we will destroy will at least a, one of my top three. We'll be a couple of dills. We would be a couple of pickles. Yeah, yeah. a couple of pickles. But yeah, like you said, it is a, it is a classic. It's a classic that kind of spreads across every Australian family. Yeah. Probably does. It probably is a quintessentially Australian thing, though, right? No, it's a national thing. Well, I mean, I used, to make a, I used to whip up a chicken mayo uh, baguette at my restaurant in, oh. Sco- in Edinburgh, Scotland. Well, yeah. There was always a chicken mayo in Scotland. The chicken mayo is all over North America. Definitely had the chicken mayo in North America. I've had, I've had yeah, chicken mayo I, the other day. What am I thinking about? It's an Australian thing, right? No, it's fucking <laughs> America exists, Liam. <laughs> America is a thing. <laughs> Why yeah, but I don't have uh, Joe's chicken and almond sandwich. What bread? What bread? Uh, she uses mostly multigrain. Mm-hmm. Multigrain is mm. usually the way to go, yep. and because uh, that's an important part of it, the chicken sandwich is the bread. Yeah, I think I think most of most of the classic chicken chicken and mayo usually go the classic white, mm. the, the thinly sliced. Yeah, but I think Ma uses the um, Ma. I don't think I've ever <laughs> called her Ma before in my life. <laughs> hey Ma, so we're Ma making our chicken <laughs> mayo sandwiches. Um, so no, when, when Mum's making them, she um, she uses quite thick cut. Yeah, so thick cut. Cross off. It's just, oh, it's just. What I love about the chicken mayo and the and the sliced bread, yeah, particularly if it's a fluffy, soft, fluffy one, is that the the fluffy bread's kind of like it's it's kind of like holding on for dear life. It's hold, it's somehow holding its composure. Yeah, right. Like it's like it sh- like, like it shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't be able to hold its composure because it gets like partially moist and soaked by the mayonnaise and the chicken. Yeah, but on the outside, still retains its freshness and its dryness. And its softness. Do you know what I mean? I do. Like it's, it, it, it's a it's a it's a miracle how it holds its composure in, 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 in while holding together the chicken mayo, and it never seems to fall apart no. because the the bread seems to stick. Oh yeah, to the mayo. So the so the chicken never breaks away because the, there's there's something holding the whole thing together. Well, it's even like when you take them out of the tub because I wouldn't even wait for them to get to the plate. <laughs> I would take them directly out of the tub, and you're right. You just take you take like you literally grab one piece of the mm. of one side mm. of the bread. Yeah. And just lift it, and the whole thing would just come out. And the whole thing would come get out. Your fingers it's around a, it. It's a perfectly sealed together, and away you go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's not a whole much more to add. Well, let me life. tell you something about uh, the chicken mayo sandwich. Go for it. And what I like to add to a chicken mayo sandwich: Vegemite. No. Okay. Caramelized bacon. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Caramelized bacon to a yeah, chicken a little, mayo. Bit, little bit of uh, caramelized bacon. Just to, to put some uh, some rashes in the oven with some brown sugar or even some maple. Yeah, let it let it caramelize. That's how you'd make like the the bacon that you'd find in the Caesar, the Caesar okay. salad. Okay, gotcha, you know, gotcha, so you gotcha. get that, that, and you just dice it up and you mix it through the chicken mayo. Mm. Yeah, that does sound that does sound it's pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like a, it's almost the the other version. It's to get the crunch like you would get from the almonds. Like the almonds, that's it. It's a little bit of that little bit of crunch in there. Yeah, but the thing yeah. is, the almonds are really high in fat, so the bacon's definitely a much better option. To covered in sugar too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R- rubbish. <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> bacon covered in sugar is definitely better for you than, than almonds. Do you know what I find when we, when we do food episodes? <laughs> that? They, they tend to like err away from like funny. And more towards just our love of food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and like, especially you. Like, I definitely noticed like how how passionate you are and how descriptive you are about food. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, I do enjoy uh, a good bite. You do. I mean, I do as well. I like the simple things in life, Liam. Yeah. But you also had some time in in restaurants and stuff. I worked like in that. kitchens for yeah. several years. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, I'm just like, this looks tasty, and then I devour it in two seconds. Go, that was tasty, <laughs> and then I move on. You're there. You're like analyzing. You're well, descriptives. But, it's but, great. But what's what I like about the podcast is that I, I never conceptualized the bacon in the sandwich before, or why sure. the chi- I never thought before why, that was why the chicken mayo works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about it now because we're talking about. Do you know, it. Do you know what? Though? I'm thinking the, about this bacon though. 
Oh yeah, it's good. Oh man, because like, a, a little bit of oil kind of seeps into the. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah, we'll put that one on the list. Um, number two, should yeah, I go to number two? Yeah, please do. Go for it. So number two is a very, very specific chicken wing, okay. fried chicken wing, and it came as a surprise. Okay. So this was in my younger backpacking days. I ended my my time abroad with about six to seven months in Canada. Yep. Right. And looking for work, I ended up, you know, like it's amazing when you just kind of, you take a punt in life. I saw this, I was in a train station or something in Toronto and, or a hostel maybe in Toronto. I saw a poster, Cooks, Cooks Wanted. Right. And it was uh, about four and a half hours north of Toronto. It was in this archipelago of 20,000 islands on, 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 the, on, the, on Lake Huron. Oh, you, you, you've mentioned old Lake Huron. I think I've before. talked about this one yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. At the end of this, my friend Bryn, me and my mate Bryn, you know, we got to know each other on this trip. At the end of this, I went, I left her, I left her and went to um, stay with Bryn's family for a few days. And we went to this chicken wing place. And I'm trying to remember, I don't know, I can't remember the name of the restaurant and I can't even remember how many varieties of wing flavors it had. I feel like 72 or 55. I had 50, either 55 or 72 flavors of chicken Jesus. wings that you could get. And Bryn is a guy that loved his food as well. Sure. He knew what to order. And he's like, trust me, Rob, trust me. And I think he ordered like a, maybe it was some kind of, I don't know, some kind of Korean flavoured one, like a, just like a hot one, some kind of something else. And then he goes, and we'll get a buttermilk and dill. Oh, damn. And I was like, what? Buttermilk and dill? And I, my God. I've never seen the buttermilk and dill combination again. And I know you've, you told me not to mention dill. Go for it, man. Go but for it. But in the context of this wing, <laughs> I was just sitting there like, what is this? Yeah. And to the point where now I still, when I think about chicken wings, I think about the elusive buttermilk and dill fried chicken wing. Man. And it blew me away. It was one of the one of the one of my memorable experiences from that little uh, that little venture. Yeah. Right. I mean. Buttermilk and dill. So, is it so that the actual like the the batter was made with buttermilk and dill, wasn't? Or was it the, the um? I don't even know. I, oh, think, right. I think I think with most chicken wings, it was probably just the the batter was just normal batter. Yeah, and then it was just a buttermilk and dill sauce. Oh man! Uh, but I think it was fried. Yeah, like so I feel like they battered and then sauced and then fried because it was definitely was crispy. It wasn't like a it wasn't like a like a loose buttermilk and dill sauce. Sure. It was a, it was it, like, I think actually yeah, it probably was part of the butter or, or the, or the batter. Yeah. The butter, the batter, the fry, <laughs> the crunch had this crunch to it. So yeah. it was just this delicious, but I think it must've been buttermilk, dill, breadcrumbs as the batter. And it was just, it just blew me away. It was a game changer. Man, this, this the other problem we would do these episodes as well is like, yeah. like we literally ate half an hour ago. You hungry now? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it always it always gets me as well. It yeah, always yeah, gets me. Like yeah. every time we, we have a food episode, ah, mm. oh, just because like there's so many, there's just so many good things, mm. so many good things. Yeah. So this um, so did you ever have this again though? This is the only time you've ever had. Only it. time I've ever had it, and it stuck with you this long. Yeah, it stuck with you this long to the point when uh, the list came up, top three ways to have chicken. It was the first thing that popped into my head. Wow, eh? was the fried buttermilk and dill wing. And why why I haven't done it myself since? I actually haven't thought about this effort. <laughs> oh, you have to cook. That's yeah. right. That's why I haven't done it. Since. That'd be it. I haven't, but I haven't even thought about that time of my life for a long time either. Gosh. Yeah. So now I'm thinking about the buttermilk and dill. Well, that's pretty cool, though. Like the fact that you're able to then, you know, reminisce about these these times. Yeah. All these years later, yeah. all because of the of the of the ways to have chicken. Ways to have chicken. Well, and you know, I think um, I don't want to speak too soon. I don't want to speak to you because I feel like there's after we do our top threes, there's, a, there's discussions that we could have about ways to have chicken. Yeah. Beyond our top three list, there's broad discussions. Yeah. Because like the fry, the batter, you know, like there's different ways of doing it. Like, I, I don't know. You, you, you tell me, we'll, we'll have this discussion after we've done our, our ranks. Okay, okay. Because like I, I must admit, there's one of my rank that I was thinking about putting in, again, very similar to the, uh, very similar to the uh, schnitzel. Mm. Oh, sorry, the, the, the palmy idea, which was the, the schnitzel, yeah. right? But the palmy and the schnitzel are essentially kind of the same thing. That's how you have chicken, right? You yeah. kind of you, you batter it, you fry it, you crunch it, you're good. That's um, right. So I, a quick aside, because I need to get this off my chest before I... Okay. Sounds like I'm about to fire up. Um, get this off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> get this out of my head because I can't stop thinking about it and I have to just say it and get it out of my mind. What's because that? It's, it's my mum's um, 
chicken schnitzel, chicken lemon schnitzel, mm. lemon crumb. Sushi number two? Sauce. No, 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 just honorable mention because I need to get out of my head. Get it out of your head. Get moved past the. Mu- okay, honorable mention. Yep, mum knows how good it is. It's fine. Everyone I'll tell you what, your mum seems like quite the chicken specialist, though. Let me tell you, mate. <laughs> so the, those, those, European, uh, those European genes. Yeah. It definitely, uh, definitely helps out in the old, uh, in the old cooking, uh, cooking things. And I could literally do a top 20 just on the times. Mum's favourite mum, meals. Mum's, mum's made chicken well. Chicken coq au vin. I think that's something. It sounds fair. This is chicken and wine. There it is. That makes sense. Mm. Cock and vine. But her cock of vine is very good as well. Mm. But no, my number two, I'm going to go a bit more basic. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to basic. Just a simple rotisserie chicken. Oh. Just simple and basic. This yes. takes me back to my student days ah. where I'd go to the store yeah. and I had no money yeah. and I had to eat. Yeah. Um, so my priorities were yeah. uh, alcohol yeah. at the time, cigarettes, yeah. and then whatever was left from food. Right. When was this? How old were you? This is when we were probably living together. Probably when, uh, oh, yeah. So yeah. In, uh, in Central Avenue. Central Avenue. And so there was nothing better than going to your local Coles or local supermarket, yeah. and especially at the end of the day when it was half price, and getting that rotisserie chicken. Yeah. And just taking it home and just picking that bad boy apart. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. It didn't need anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sitting at its own juices all day. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Always take the skin off and put that in the bin, of course, because that's unhealthy. I'm joking. <laughs> of course I'm joking. Well, if you're on a diet, it's probably a good idea. But if you're not... I think it's probably a good idea. It's the best part. It is the best part. It is the best part. It's delicious. Uh, one time I had, a, um, I had a chicken skin sandwich. I literally <laughs> I got two pieces of white bread, <laughs> butt, buttered the bread up, and just put skin <laughs> into it. <laughs> oh, my God. That does sound good. Yeah. It's, well, yeah, it was. Nothing, nothing good for you is ever... Nothing good for you is ever... I'm pretty sure I've had fried chicken skin. Nothing bad for you is ever good. Is, is, is tastes good. Nothing. Nothing good for you tastes good. Nothing. Like what? What are you trying to say here, Liam? <laughs> My brain stopped. Nothing. Um. Nothing bad for you is good for you. No. Well, I'm, I'm confused now. I can't even think this through. Right. I know. You know what I was trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. And for some reason, neither of us can put the words together. Nothing that tastes good is good for you. Is that what you're trying to say? Nothing that tastes good is. Good. That doesn't even sound right. It's fine. We'll um we'll put our linguistics to the side for this one and uh, linguistics. Yeah, that's what it is. Right? <laughs> Putting a sentence together. It's really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm decisively less tipsy than when we usually do these. Usually yeah. we've had like four or five vodkas before we start tonight. <laughs> I'm on my, my first one. That's uh, that's probably what's the problem. That's maybe why, that's, that's what it that's, is. That's why, yeah, that's it. Before we record the next one, I'll just smash about. Yeah, half a gallon. I smash a bottle of wine. I got plenty of them from the weekend. So, <laughs> but no, the rotisserie chicken is like it, it's it's simple and it, it's also versatile as well. Yes. So you can take yourself, get yourself a coleslaw, mm. chuck that together. You can get yourself some macaroni salad. Yeah. This, yeah. And yeah. this is literally all I think about when I think about university and what we used to eat. Even living together for the for the first time was one yeah. of my second or third time living out of home. Yeah. And you have to learn. You have to learn to adapt. You have to learn to, to, to live. How to, how to buy the rotisserie chicken. Yeah. that's that. They had the different receptacles that you can put the, the different combinations. That's right. One, this one time I walked. I, I still rely quite heavily on the rotisserie chicken. One time, this one time I walked up to the rotisserie chicken and I stared at it for 25 minutes wondering <laughs> how to buy it. I was like, what do I do with this? <laughs> Mom, Dad, yeah. you found me. You didn't teach me how to buy the rotisserie chicken. You know what? I'll, I'll chip in one little thing about the sure. rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Which is why, which 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 is also what adds value, I think, to the rotisserie chicken, mm-hmm. is that I don't have a rotisserie at home. No, you don't. No, that's weird. Yeah, so like this is so you need to buy the rotisserie chicken, yeah. and that's why I think it adds it's a, it's a little bit of a, um, a finite resource in a sense. Like okay. There's a bit of an exclusivity to it. It's also something kind of whip it up. It's also something quite mesmerizing about watching it go around mm. in the old uh, in mm. the old rotisserie as well. Mm. Yeah, that's true. You know, just watching it. The old chicken treat ads when you'd sit and pour the juices on top. Oh, That's all I was thinking about just then. <laughs> Literally all I was thinking about just then was the ad where it's like the, the, yeah. the warm yeah. the warm glow yeah. of the of the of the heat. That's it. And watching these little glistening, glistening mm. chickens, full chickens just rotating, skin getting crispy, mm. fat dripping. Fat dripping. And there's a few things I think that are improved by putting them in a plastic bag. Yep. But I feel like the rotisserie chicken is like because it steams, <laughs> it kind of steams itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like slow cooks itself in the plastic sealed bag. Yeah, yeah. So that when you pull it open, when you open it now, like it almost falls apart. Like it's yeah. like it's so moist. Which is why it's kind of okay to get it at the end of the day because mm. they still keep it on the hot plate, right? So mm. it's on the hot plate all day long. 
mm. just sitting there in its own its own crapulence. Like and it's just and it's something simple and something beautiful about it. That's and especially it. for the for the for the and the families, I'm sure, like mm. larger families who are trying to make ends meet, mm. trying to make a buck go as far as they can. Yeah. Ain't nothing better than a rotisserie chicken. Ain't nothing better than a rotisserie chicken. That's right. And there used to be a um, what they used to store them in. They used to store them in one of those like those like a paper, paper kind of aluminium foil bag thing. Remember those? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where, whatever happened to them? Do you uh, reckon the, they're still around? No, probably they probably got too expensive to make or maintain. Probably, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Well, they, or they're made asbestos. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, asbestos chicken was my number one, but I can't <laughs> put that in there now. Hey man, I put asbestos into my chicken mayo sandwich for crunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shards that get stuck in your lungs afterwards. It really, really makes it. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's a pretty. Uh, I think it's my number. That's my number two. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. Yeah. And like I said, I still I still get, go to it sometimes. You know, if I'm feeling a bit uninspired and I just feel like something simple, I'll just get a rotisserie chicken, get some wraps, get some salads. Yes, the wrap um, the wrap is perfect for the rotisserie. Mm, the wrap is perfect for the rotisserie. Oh man! And you know what? And some, it's a bit nostalgic nowadays. I find if I if I do it now, this is true. It is a little bit nostalgic. Yeah, this is true. So my number one. Go for it. And I like to note, Len, that I haven't written a single thing down. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. It's the crispy skin chicken. Okay. And the sticky rice Uh that you get in like uh, what I used to eat in in Thailand. Amazing. Um, So it's a crispy skin kind of barbecue chicken. It's just like a chicken breast, crispy skin. Um, It's got like a, just a... I don't know. To be honest, I never really thought about how they would make this. I'm pretty sure it's just, just like a seasoned piece of chicken. Right. But then you'd get the, the crispy skin chicken, you'd get the, the sticky rice, and you'd get this little kind of sauce, which I feel like is like a tamarind chili type thing. Right. And you'd, you'd, with the sticky rice, you'd just rip a little bit of sticky rice off, roll it up into a little ball, you know, and then take a little bit of crispy skin chicken, dip it into the, the chili mm. tamarind paste. Bliss. Bliss. Absolute bliss, and like so, we would go there quite regularly, you know, and it'd be like, it wouldn't cost much for the old crispy skin chicken. Yeah, um, what was it? Maybe like a hundred and fifty baht or something like that, maybe. And then you'd get like a, a papaya salad. Oh yeah. So like you'd go with your friends, and you'd all, and then you'd all get your own crispy skin chicken. Yeah. And then you get like a papaya salad, and then you add the papaya salad into the mix. So you take the sticky rice. It sounds very similar to what we had in Laos as well, right? It's very yeah, very much so, yeah. very much so. I'm probably I'm probably sure, but I just remember there's one place in Chiang Mai, but it's mm. very common across the place. And I've discovered recently a place near me that does it. Is that right? Um, you bet it is. Are we going or we could go there one day? Thank you. <laughs> So they and he add the papaya salad into it, and there's nothing better than the papaya salad adding to that mix too. Yeah, yeah. You know, Ch- chili, the chili yeah, in there, a bit of chili, mm. but the, the sweetness as well. So if you can imagine, like the crispy skin chicken, the crispy skin chicken on its own is delicious. Yeah, I don't know what they do that it's chicken because it's really thin. Like, I don't know what happens to the rest of the chicken. Like, like the chicken breasts you get here are like thick, like the, the, like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> you know, like they've been somehow they've been put through a lab, and they're they're a lab experiment gone wrong. And when they go angry, they become big and bloated and bleached. It's all that hormones. I don't, frankly, I don't want to know yeah, the details. Yeah. Like, it's probably not something you actually want to know. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. Was, this, this chicken was very thin chicken, yeah. you know, which is what a big part of it was. Yeah. Just a thin piece of chicken, very moist, oh. you know, very crispy on the skin. Crispy skin chicken. Isn't it a fine? It's a fine art that I feel like I I have never been able to perfect, mm. and that is getting a crispy skin on chicken. And mm. it's something that I've only ever experienced in restaurants, and but specifically when I've been through yeah, yeah, yeah. through Asia. Yeah. Well, I've never thought about how they prepared it. I wonder if there's a, a degree of frying that goes alongside it too, because it is crispy. Yeah, because there must be a degree of frying alongside of it. But I guess I always thought it was like a like a grilled chicken, but maybe it's not a grilled chicken. No. It's a, if, it's, if it's crispy, it sounds like it could be grilled, fried, fried. It's mm. probably fried. I think it might be fried. Element but, element of the Kentucky in there. There's an element of the look. No one wants to know how the sausage is made, man. No. And that'll be relevant when we get to our sausages episode at some point. <laughs> no, one, no one cares about how the sausage is made. Just enjoy the crispy skin chicken. That's right. And as opposed to the parma. Yeah. It's, it's like very distinct. Yeah. You know, you just got plain sticky rice. Then you got the crispy skin chicken. They're separate. They're yeah. separate. Yeah. You know, and that's it. That's the combination. You can use as much of the, of, the, of the paste or the sauce as you want or not at all. Yeah. And you just got these distinct kind of flavors. You can have a pie salad on its own as well. Like it's just clean. It is actually very clean. It's a very good mm. way to describe mm. that, those meals. Like mm. I remember having them 
Um, well, like I said, in Laos. Like I remember the, that was the first thing I saw and the first thing we had yes. after I landed. And we drove all those all that way. That's true. It was chicken, chicken sticky. Uh, chicken barbecue thing on the side of the road. Papaya salad and those little sausages. And again, I don't want to know what those sausages were. You never want to know what's in the sausage. Not at all. But the uh, but there is like it's really really like it is fresh. It is really light. It's really you know even if it is fried, mm. little little slivers. So yeah. it's not like it's not over the yeah. top. Yeah, so it says kind of shut up. That's so that's my that's my number one. Well, I'm gonna ba- I'll piggyback. Okay, I'll piggyback because I was gonna think I was thinking of like um jerk chicken, which is really really nice. Oh yeah, like, jerk Jamaican, chicken, Jamaican jerk chicken. Mm-hmm. But you've inspired me. Oh, because there really isn't. Any other answer I could possibly give than yakitori chicken skewers? There's no other answer. No, like having those little juicy morsels of chicken, flame flame grilled over a Mm, with a nice bit of seasoning. Yeah, and 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 like you say, it's it's simple. Like you don't need anything else. Like whatever they do with that chicken, they chuck it on the skewer. They chuck it over the um, over the fire. They they turn it a few times. They leave it there. You order like five sticks. They're like, hey, yeah. they give it to you. Yeah. And do you know what I love about them as well? Is sometimes that? that chicken might, might not just be the, the meat of the chicken. Yeah. You can get gizzards. Yeah. You can get chicken hearts. You can get chicken brains. Yeah. All of them delicious over the over the flame. I especially remember going to these um, these bars in the back streets of Shinjuku, back streets mm. of Tokyo. Mm. There's like a whole laneway just full of these little restaurants. And most of them tend to be down the little back alleyways and stuff mm. like that, not like on the main streets because – they're the kind of the kind of restaurant that you sit in like a little like a little tiny booth yeah behind a behind a plastic curtain so that the oil doesn't spit out onto the the passers by you sit down you get yourself a beer mm. and you just you just order chicken chicken oh. after chicken after chicken there's literally not I, I don't even think there is anything else there's beer and chicken that's it there's beer and chicken now i'm not too sure if you've ever walked around and this is rhetorical yeah. because i know that you have walked around uh, an asian city at nighttime, after a few beers, yeah, and just gone. Oh, I need a, I need a feed. I need, yeah, some, yeah. I need some food. Yeah, yeah, here you might go to the kebab, chicken kebab. Actually, not a, not a bad. Uh, yeah, you've got much much chain. less options here. Generally, you've got like a chicken kebab. You've got yeah, uh, an IGA like a twenty four seven IGA. That's you've got right. a servo. That's right. In in Japan, I'm sure other Asian countries as well. Maybe Taiwan yeah. as well. Like the where, where food is king, Seoul, Korea. Well, many parts that I've yeah. been to, yeah, you got like a lot of street food culture, yeah, yeah, yeah the late night street food, definitely. But the barbecue yakitori chicken mm. just is for me is it, it's 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 king, it's like or queen, yeah. And it was a big thing in Taiwan as well, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, I do remember it being a bit of a thing there too. That's just the best, and like especially when you get like a, you get yourself a beer, and in Asia when you ask for a beer, you, you don't get a small beer, you no. get you get like a fucking liter of it. And that's the beauty. That's the thing. The big part of this story too. Yeah, right. It's the beer. Yeah, because I it, and you're settling in for the evening too. Like yeah. this, it's not just about the, the chicken on the stick. No, right. It's about the place. Yep. And it's about the the time and 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 the time that's given to enjoying the chicken, the yakitori chicken. Yeah. Because you, you, you make a night of it. Oh yeah! Like you literally, you go there and you're drinking beers with friends, and yeah. you're just grazing on these chicken on these chicken sticks. And that's the best way to describe it. You you are just grazing. It's not like a meal, quote it's unquote. Not a meal. It's not, not a, meal. a meal. You literally just sit there. You're with mates. You can drink yourself a beer, yeah. a sake, whatever you're feeling like. Yeah. yeah. And you just order that's skewer right. after skewer after skewer. Yeah. And then just have yourself a great old time, laughing, joking, being jovial. You know, and 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 usually these little places are, are tiny, like mm. four or five tables in this entire place. And they're just, you know, always chockers full mm. of people just laughing, joking, yeah. usually somewhat tipsy, just having a great old time. We've done it again. We've done hungry and tur- and and and, and <laughs> wanderlust has kicked in now. But yeah, but that 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 is my number one. Inspired heavily by your uh, by your number one. It's a good number one, Liam. And as it's was yours, number one. As was Thank yours. You. Thank you. Well, the barbecue chicken is a big one. Barbecue chicken is a is a, is a honorable mentions. Yeah. Barbecue chicken, definitely. Yeah. And going back to the crispy skin chicken back in Thailand, there was also – I lived near a, a food market. Yeah. And in the food market, you could go and get a quarter of a chicken, the, the leg and the, and the and the thigh, that had been barbecued for like 15 baht or some insane same cost. Um, and I just – I got to, it was just a go-to thing for me. Yeah. You know, because I was just – every now and then, I just feel like something simple for lunch. I just stroll down the road – Go to the little barbecue stand and get myself a little barbecue 
bit of chicken and just walk back and just delicious. Yeah. Like it's the place and, and you got to know the staff, you got to know the people that that, that, that did it. That's part know, of it. And, they, and they'd smile you. You know, you walk up and you go, oh, g'day. And they go, yeah, g'day. That's what they enjoy, yeah. <laughs> Thailand, g'day. Yeah. Oh, g'day. Yeah, and they just give you this little bit of chicken and you just go home. It was just delicious. The barbecue chicken's a big one for me. Another honourable for me uh-huh. is the chicken broth ramen. Oh, yep. Chicken broth ramen. Just because I was in Japan for a second in my head. Absolutely. And so I'm going back there as well. You've raised the chicken mayo. Yes. And I talked about bacon. And yep. basically, I just realised that's basically a chicken club. Yeah. Really, isn't it? Kind of. So you can get a chicken club with the chicken club's also a good option for chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fried chicken, you can't go. I mean, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised, but not surprised. Because fried chicken's tasty and delicious, but my gosh, do you feel it afterwards? Well, I also think that most of the things we've co- covered tonight has been fried chicken in some capacity. But you're, yeah, talk, you're talking I'm about, talking about, about the, the kernel. I'm talking yeah. about the kernel. I'm talking D- about I'm the talking dirty about, bird. Yeah, the, the dirty bit. Dirty bit. And not just, um, like for, for us growing up here in Western Australia, for many years it was just kernel. Yeah. But now you've got, you've got a lot more. I've got a fried chicken place and, uh, in, in, in my building. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's yeah, handy. That's, that's certainly not healthy. I well, don't know that much. I mean, I'm a five-minute walk from Central Northbridge. There's yeah, like yeah, three yeah. or four fried chicken places all yeah, across there. Yeah, yeah. Nene. They're all there. They're all there. Yeah. So the fried chicken's a big one. Yeah. Chicken, I, t- I mean, I talked about the, the buttermilk uh, dill chicken wing, but chicken wings. Just in general? Yes. I'm not a huge fan. Really? Yeah. I think um, I, I'm coming around to them, but for the longest time, I just really couldn't get on board with the amount of work and effort mm. that went into Mm. Chicken wings, and I never understood. I never quite understood the whole like the fuss about it. The fuss about eating fifty of something, mm. you know, like fifty. Yeah, I, I used to go. I used to go with um with my ex. We used to go to Hooters in yeah. Sydney. Yeah, they would her and her like um it was like a it was like a, a challenge with her and her navy mates. Mm. They would just go there and just eat hundreds of these motherfucking yeah, things. Right. Yeah, right. And they were like fifty cents a pop. So everyone's like, let's get hundreds of them, and it would be like a challenge to eat them. I used to get the boneless ones because I couldn't be bothered. I'd have, the bone I'd, gives it the, the moisture and the flavour. Oh, I know that. But like, I, I would have 20 of them and I'd be like, what am I? I fucking hate myself. And I'm watching these people devour. Chicken wing after chicken wing yeah. after chicken wing. Too much. But I, I, did, have, I did have some down. Uh, I, was, I was down south this last weekend. Yeah. I tried a little bit of a wing. It was pretty good. Yep. Oh, so I mean, I enjoy a good wing. Coming around. I enjoy a good wing. I enjoy the grilled, and I, and, and, and I don't know if this is a, a thing, I think it's a thing because it's the half charcoal chicken at the Lebanese restaurant. Oh, yeah, the Lebanese restaurants and, do really good chicken. And I, I say the Lebanese restaurant because there's only one. I, no, no, <laughs> because there's everyone I've been to always has the half charcoal chicken, and you get the and you get the hummus and the garlic sauce oh, yeah. and oh, the yeah. rice. Oh yeah, and then like the the, 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 oh. the salad thing, oh, which and that's that's green thing that has purpose. <laughs> that's green stuff that's sourced and seasoned and yeah. and and and. and, and, and it, Fits with the meal, yeah. You know, and you put it in with a bit of flatbread and a bit of chicken. Like that's that's got to be a big. That's a big one for me. I think I think you've um that that one for me is is huge. The, oh, the yeah. Middle Eastern knows yeah, how to yeah. do a good, a good chicken. chicken. Yeah. In fact, I think most most international countries outside outside chicken. of maybe Britain mm. know how to do a pretty good chicken. Mm. Like mm. chicken, the British probably just boil it or something. Yeah, they put it in a stew. Yeah, chicken stew or roast chicken. Yeah. It's more fun. It's oh, oh, well, I don't go past the roast chicken, but uh, but I, say, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And having said that, I think about the um, – I'm a big satay chicken fan. How did I not think about satay? I know. Oh, man, look. Do you know what, though? We could keep going. We could keep going we could keep for going a long time. About all the different kinds of chicken that yeah. exist. And yeah. do you know what? I told you, honorable mentions would be a big one. <laughs> like four episode. Yeah. This is me listing chicken. <laughs> it's like Bubba Gump, like shrimp salad, chicken salad, fried chicken. Yeah. And then in, in two and a half hours' time, th- that that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. But um, look, I'm actually quite impressed that we actually managed to, to, to rank ways to have chicken. I mean, no, I'm not really surprised. Mm. You blew it out of the ballpark. Oh, I'm, I'm just hungry. What was a rant about green stuff? So much fun. That's um, what, that's what bigger my uh, final thought. I, well, I was going to say I'm almost like wanting to just edit that whole section and make it the, like, <laughs> the main event of this episode because it was so much fun. So much fun. Well, my final thought is on that matter as well. Okay. Don't waste my time yep. with useless, pointless green stuff on a plate. If you're going to use garnish, parsley, 
fine. Coriander, fine. Doesn't take up space. Isn't a management issue. Isn't hard to eat or get rid of. Like, and, and sometimes adds a little bit of flavour to the meal. Oh. Just don't you dare put a little bit of unflavoured, useless rocket to take up space on my plate. It's a waste of time. And I'm campaigning for it now. Like, be more original, people. Be more original. <laughs> and with that... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could be a new shirt. The, everything you just said, like just in very small font across the back of the shirt. Beautiful. All right, everybody. Yeah. That's that's going to do it for us this week. We'll uh we'll see you next Tuesday.